good. How are you? I am doing pretty well. I'm yeah? sitting in my new like desk space. We're in not in Spokane, the same Washington. <laughs> I know it's crazy. So now, so you have a lot of updates, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I because last week I talked about how much I had going on that week as far as I turned in my last my last school thing. And I had a master class that I was doing later that day when we recorded the episode oh, right. online. Um, right. Yeah. So that was a songwriting master class. And I had a live stream concert. And then I was moving to Spokane. So that has all <laughs> happened now. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it was good. Moving I'm on. Excited. Just kidding. <laughs> How are you feeling about this? Uh, um, no, I mean, honestly, all of it has been really, really good. Uh, I'll go in chronological order. So the songwriting masterclass was super awesome. Um, I had 18 people show up. Oh, I wow. Think. That's pretty good. Yeah, which is really good for something like that. And I promoted the crap out of it, but... Uh, so I'm glad that the self-promotion worked, but it was really, really fun. And I had so many awesome, insightful questions about songwriting and where to start if you're just writing a song for the first time or ideas about where to expand to if you're more of an experienced songwriter. So it was just so much fun. And I just felt very connected to people, which as we've been talking about is so important during this time right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. It was the first time I'd really taught a masterclass kind of thing. And it was a huge confidence booster to be able to get through that and watch people take notes on what you were saying. It was like, whoa, people actually want to write down what I'm saying. That's so cool. (laughs) So will you get to like do that again? Or is that more of a one-time thing? The platform I'm doing it through, they're cycling through all of the coaches for master classes. So it's, and there's a lot of coaches. So it'll take a while to get back around to me. Oh, okay. I gotcha. But it doesn't mean that I couldn't do something like that by myself um, on my own time. And it seemed like something people enjoyed. And so, yeah, it's definitely given me some ideas of things maybe I can try in the future. Um, and then eventually I'll get to do it again, which will be awesome. Yeah. So, well, good. I'm glad it went. Yeah, me too. So that happened. And then... I had my Facebook live stream concert, which was so, so much fun. I just did all of my vibraphone and voice music um, just on Facebook and did it by myself. So You had like had almost a, 200 people on that one. I had what? I had almost like 200 people. Did when I? I was, yeah, when, I, when I was watching it, it was like 178. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, because I think when I saw it, it was only at like 70. So that's honestly, that's super cool. I didn't even realize that. That's so exciting. It went really well. And I got so much lovely feedback about that. And then that night, my boyfriend, his name is Hayden. I feel like I should just say that. 
my boyfriend's name is Hayden. <laughs> yeah, he's he's somewhere in this house. He probably hears me talking about him. That's great. But he surprised me with a nice little going away party and invited a bunch of friends, including you, Liz. I was there. Uh, and we had a fire in my backyard and it was the night before I left Missoula and it was so sweet. We were so, we were safe about it. We were everyone. safe about yes, it. We mad about it. <laughs> yes, yes, we were we were safe about it. That's why we did it outside, even in the though rain. it was raining. <laughs> I was soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, I was it was real cold, but it was so much fun. And it was so sweet of him to plan it. It was so sweet of all you guys to come. Can I tell can I tell a quick story about it? <laughs> Please do. I okay. want to hear all the behind the scenes of how this going away party worked. And also, just as an update, if you didn't hear last week's episode, I me and Liz have lived in Missoula like our whole lives practically. Mm-hmm. We both grew up there. And I just moved away literally this last week for the first time to move to Spokane. So just if if you're unsure of what's happening, that's that's the backstory. And yeah, and Hayden, my boyfriend, planned a going away party for me. Yes. Um in secret. I did not know about it before I left. So yes, Liz, please tell me all the behind the scenes of this. This is is how this came about. So a couple weeks ago, um Hayden Instagram messaged me and he was like, Hey, do you think that like people would be okay with coming over for like a very socially distant going away party? Because we kind of have like a tentative plan to hang out during graduation, but you were going to be gone. And so he's like, I want to like celebrate graduation with you guys. And I want her to like celebrate with you guys, but she's not going to be in town. So like, do you think people would be okay coming over for something super quick? And I was like, yeah, of course. And so he started a Facebook message with a bunch of us. And then like we added people he forgot, whatever. And his plan was like, okay, guys, so I'm going to be inside with her. So I'm going to somehow unload my car (laughs) that had a bunch of firewood and rocks in it because you like didn't really have a fire pit. So he brought rocks over. (laughs) He did tell me about that. He did tell me about that. He's like, he sent this out in a Facebook message and he's like, hey, I need someone to like make a fire pit out these rocks that are somehow going to be in the backyard. I'm going to have to sneak them out of my car somehow. So she doesn't know. So you guys are going to have to, like, make the fire pit, start the fire, and, like, then stay quiet. But, like, continue watching the live stream on your phone so she doesn't know that, like, anything is weird. <laughs> so, oh and so we get there. God. And it had been raining, like, all day. And so a couple friends, Paul and Lexi and Nick and I, show up first. And we get there. And, like, the firewood is just soaking wet. And <laughs> the lighter that he gave us was, like, smaller than a thumb. Like, it was not... <laughs> It was not a good lighter at all. <laughs> and so uh, we're sitting there and we're like in her backyard trying to be quiet so she can't hear us. But we're all like laughing our asses off because we're using the soaking wet phone book as kindling. <laughs> trying to build a fire with this soaking wet firewood and a tiny lighter. And it was honestly extremely comical. And I <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my God. It was really, really funny. You know, when, like, you have to be quiet and you're trying to get stuff done. You know, that just... Oh, it's it's so much funnier. It's so much funnier that way. Exactly. And it was great. We we did it somehow. We did it. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Very memorable. Yeah. No, it was... But honestly, it was so sweet of you guys to all show up. Because I really thought I wasn't going to be able to see all of you guys together. It was so sweet. And it meant so much to me that all of you guys came that night. 
It was a good one. It was a good one. And then I moved the next day. And then I got to Spokane and I immediately was sick because I was so stressed out. But aside from being kind of sick, I am loving it here so far. I'm so happy I'm here. I can't wait until businesses start opening up and I feel like I can truly get to know the city better. I mean, you got donuts today, though. So I got the best mini donuts ever. I've had them like twice before and every time they just blow my goddamn mind. I can't. <laughs> I can't even. They have glitter all over them. (laughs) And that's the test of a good baked good. Obviously. I mean, they taste really, really good, too. Like, don't get me wrong. But (laughs) But the the glitter glitter people. Come on. Liz, I obviously had so much to update you on. So I've just been talking for the first 10 minutes of this podcast. But what have you been up to this week? Not a lot. (laughs) I... We're going into our our finals week right now. So like tomorrow starts finals week mm-hmm. and graduation is in six days. Like given like we don't have an actual graduation, but like finals are happening and then I'm done with school forever. So a lot oh, of this week. My God. <laughs> no, because screw grad school. I don't have to go. So I'm not going. To. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of this week has been, um, like prepping for that getting ready for finals I finished a final last week I finished a paper Mm -hmm. Um, so that's pretty much all I've been doing this week is kind of cleaning out my house and also working on finals which has been cool I guess oh I finished Tangled the series that was (laughs) oh there we go big update I literally sobbed I don't doubt it I really don't doubt it. Series, please just do it for me. I, <laughs> it's so good. Liz's birthday is July twenty eighth. For anyone who is curious, she would like you to finish Tangled the series by then, so that on her birthday we can all have please. a live Q and A discussion on Instagram about Tangled the series. I'm not even kidding. I would sob the whole time. not that's not an exaggeration at all i know it's not that's why it's so funny (laughs) so good so tangled the series in finals has been this week for me love it snaps for that we're doing good so good so so good yeah well i'm very excited for us to graduate even if it is not nearly how we thought it was going to look I'm very excited to be done. I'm still doing the, like, stereotypical photo shoot. So, like, I ordered ordered a pair of Mickey ears that have a graduation cap on the top. I saw that. That's so cute. I'm taking pictures of those. I started decorating the cap and gown that I got off of Amazon. So, like, I'm still going through it, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I There's part of me that wanted that, but then also... There's another part of me that when I got my refund or when I got the ability to get my refund for my cap and gown that I had already ordered, I was like, I can buy so many barbecue pork sandwiches with this money. So that's what, like, that's literally what I thought. I was like, this is what I will get instead. So, I mean, my, like, cause the cap and gown was going to be like 40, right? Yeah, it was just, it was too much. It yeah. was like four sandwiches worth. I couldn't do it. The one on Amazon I got was 20, so. Good call. That's a, that is a good call. I'm happy with my decision. 
Yes, I am too. And I can't wait to see the pictures and it'll be, yeah, it'll be so nice to have those memories. And uh, should we dive into uh, our topic of the day, Liz? Speaking of having Instagram Q and A's about Tangled the series. And having cute uh, graduation content to exactly. post. We're talking about social media this week. Yeah, we are. A very important part of today's life. Yeah, I think it's important for anybody that wants to be any kind of business person, entrepreneur, in the know about things. I think there's a certain amount that you just have to be on social media Mm -hmm. to really be with the times, which makes me sound so not with the times when I say (laughs) that. but. But you are, you are. I am. Okay, people? I am with the times. Cool. I swear. (laughs) But besides just it being really important, I think personally for both of us, we love social media not only as a hobby, but both of our careers are super influenced by social media and can be used as huge tools. And... I think we also, we've talked about this a little bit before, but we both have a sense that social media is a really important and cool way to spread positivity and positive messages to a larger audience than Mm -hmm. just who's immediately around you. So I think we're just going to kind of, we're just going to talk about what we, what we think about it and what our experiences with social media in general is. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of touched on this the first episode, but the reason I like it so much is just the nostalgia factor. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I have this irrational fear that my computer is going to crash and I'm going to lose my phone and like all of my memories are going to be gone, you know? And Mm so since it, like, since I had my first social media account, I have been posting, I have, I'm kind of an oversharer. I'm not going to lie. Like I post a lot (laughs) because I like to be able to go back and look at photos for like memories I forget about. And I think that's been kind of a thing of my personality since I was little, because my grandmother always kept photos, like actual printed out photos. And uh, whenever we'd go on trips, they'd get me a disposable camera so I could take pictures of what I wanted. And um, Mm -hmm. I think that's where my kind of obsession with social media came from is mostly to capture memories, not necessarily to like gain a following or present myself a certain way or anything like that. I definitely think it's more about the memories and the nostalgia for me, at least. Yeah, and which I think is really sweet. And I think I think it's kind of the point of, especially of Facebook, I feel like, yeah, is how it originally started out, is just really to share for yourself and for the people you actually know. You know, like the, the family members that don't live nearby that you want to show them what your family did over Christmas or something like that. I think that's really kind of initially at its core what so many of these platforms are for and what they do best maybe that's a better way to say it as what they do best um yeah and it's just kind of like a way to have a prettier digital photo album so Mm -hmm. I think that's cool I think my I I think that's really cool how you use it and like you said in the first episode I didn't even realize you were as nostalgic of a person as you are until you said that. And, but it totally, totally makes sense. Like even today I was like, 
this tomorrow starts my last week of college and like someday I'm going to look back at that. Yeah, I think that's really sweet. I think for me, the reason that social media became a big part of my life is I started posting a lot of my music content or little covers. Like I started posting covers on Instagram specifically when you could still only do 15 second videos, <laughs> yeah. which is now so funny to me, like looking back and like you had to pick like which chorus you <laughs> wanted to cover. It's so funny, but it was a, I, and especially the percussion community on Instagram is really active and also really open to beginners. I was just talking about this other um, earlier today and just seeing like as a musician how the inst- the instrument communities are really different on social media. So like this week I had to do a lot of stuff where I was trying to cater to the guitar community on Instagram mm. and the peop- the guitarists of Instagram uh, hashtag guitarists of Instagram. I've used that hashtag a lot this week. Um, they like the only people that really post are people that can just absolutely shred. Like the, they're people that know their shit. They know exactly what they're playing, what they want to show. It's super polished performances most of the time, which is cool. But also it's just not really open for beginners like it's not really a community of beginning guitarists it's more people that are professional and have played for a really long time Mm -hmm. but with percussion getting back to my experience with social media the percussion community is really different on instagram because they it's really easy to find videos of beginners that want to learn and i think that's something i just fell into by accident, and I'm so glad I did on Instagram, was just sharing my own music and my percussion videos. And it was such a cool way to connect with people from around the world, but especially the US, um, and to kind of see where my place was and, and start to find my place in the percussion community because I grew up in a small town, Missoula's small. So yeah, social media like really helped me find my career and my place in my field in a lot of ways um which sounds like really big and dramatic but I do truly mean that Mm -hmm. so it's very it's interesting that you like that's how you find jobs now yeah like what you're posting and how you present yourself and what other I don't know like hashtags you're using what accounts you follow is how people find you Mm -hmm. and they're all connected and it's um, I guess for me, this is kind of a tangent, but I've done a lot of Go jobs where I'm running social media mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily a marketing major. I have a certificate in digital marketing, but I was never a marketing major. And so I've run the Instagrams from everything from my own to the University of, Mar- of Montana Marching Band to the University of Montana Instagram account. Like I have done all of that because I was the public relations intern mm-hmm. and the way that the university thinks about social media is much different than the way that I think about social media or that the carousel or for Missoula thinks about social media. And so having to represent such a big institution was a huge learning curve for me because there's certain um, sentences that you have to format in a certain way. And there's certain colors that you can post and there's certain fonts you can post and you can't post 
two photos that are too similar next to each other because the university plans it out so much. And Mm -hmm. that's their biggest recruitment tool at this point because no one really spends the money on mailing out things anymore. It's all, hey, check us out on Instagram, check us out on Facebook and Snapchat, that kind of stuff. Um, So running the university Instagram, I learned a lot about the actual professionalism of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's so interesting. Um, I knew stuff about like the colors and fonts and things like that. Um, when you're when you were saying like how far in advance they plan, like mm-hmm. like really how far? What do you mean by that? Like, what's the time frame? Um, so when I was there, my focus was weekly posts. So I on the Facebook, I would do what we called Montana Mondays. So we'd have people submit like landscape photos of Montana. And then Mm -hmm. we'd schedule them like probably two or three weeks in advance to be scheduled on those types of Mondays and those types of days. So that, those were, I did a lot of my stuff Mm -hmm. as for Instagram. Um, when I was there, we had, Oh my God, the football guy, (laughs) (laughs) the football guy that he came, he came back and they like retired his number. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, I don't remember his name. I'm so I sorry, University of Montana football players. But he came back. I'm sure they're went, all listening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, community of Missoula. I'm letting you down. But he came back <laughs> for homecoming. And so it was like a big deal. And so I ended up having to schedule those types of posts to be scheduled during that week. And homecoming's in October. And we started planning that stuff in August. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's that, it's that kind of played out. And then every once in a while, you know, we would be like, oh, we don't have anything to post today. Let's ask people on, on Instagram for um, pictures of the M or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of my job was replying back to comments too. So there was one, we posted a picture of the M and we were like, hey, tell us of your favorite story about hiking the M. And some of them were really funny. <laughs> like, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, one of them was like, me and my sorority sisters did it one night really late. We were all drunk and someone threw up in a bush or something like that. Oh my God. You're like, okay, can't share that one, but glad I got to read it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that was a really fun part of my job. Yeah. Or, For those of you yeah. that don't know Missoula, the M is like, it's this giant concrete M on the side of the mountain that you can hike <laughs> up to. It's yeah. like a three quarter of a mile hike. And it's, it's pretty steep. Honestly. It is pretty steep. If you haven't done it in a while, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But, uh, but it's like a thing that everybody in Missoula has done. And if you go to college there, like you definitely have done it at least once, if mm-hmm. not several, several, several times. Like I love uh, going to concerts and like the celebrities are like, I hiked the end today. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. Is that, is putting giant concrete letters on the sides of hills, is that just a Montana thing or is that? Because we have a lot. We have so many. Like, I can think of at least five. At least, yeah. yeah. And then you go to the small towns and they're made out of small boulders that people <laughs> rolled up there. And you're like, how did you do that? You're exactly. so strong. <laughs> exactly. And they decorate yeah. the M sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big Montana thing. So uh, mm-hmm. let us know if you see concrete letters yeah. on your mountains too in we also have an missoula. l in missoula yeah so look up missoula and it'll, you'll see the two like on google that was a tangent <laughs> sorry about that back to social media liz 
I know you have a really funny story about your very first <laughs> social media account, and I'd love yeah. to hear it again. Okay, so I, when I was in middle school, I was in sixth grade, and I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't get a cell phone until after I graduated eighth grade, so I didn't have a cell phone until I got to high school. And okay. my best friend Hannah at the time, she got a cell phone in sixth grade, and we thought it was the coolest thing ever because she could text boys, you know. Oh and gosh. so, and then like starting in seventh grade is when Facebook started to be a thing at my school. So like everyone was getting a Facebook and posting the stupid pictures of like their peace signs and whatever. And I wasn't allowed to have a Facebook account. And I was so upset because my mom would never let me do it. I would look on hers and I would play games on her Facebook constantly because I was obsessed with it. <laughs> and I was just, I was so jealous of everyone else who had a Facebook account and I wasn't allowed to have one. So the summer between my seventh and eighth grade year. I don't even know what year that was. I couldn't tell you. Um, but my birthday was the end of July, as mentioned before. And my mom had surprised me and made me a Facebook account. And she like, <laughs> it's when like interests on Facebook were a thing. And you could like put your quotes and your heroes and whatever. Mm-hmm. My mom had put my interests as like, peeing in the shower oh and like God. watching paint dry <laughs> synchronized swimming like that kind of stuff <laughs> she put my hero as my mommy oh um, my god yeah she said that my favorite artist was justin bieber because she thought that was funny even though he wasn't and so and she had like friended all of my friends so that when she gave me my facebook i had like a bunch of people already mm-hmm. and i I still to this day haven't changed a lot of the things because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> my first account was Facebook in the between seventh and eighth grade year. <laughs> that's so funny. I was really proud of it. I thought it was really funny for a long time. I was never embarrassed. That's awesome. That's so good. What? Your first social media account? Oh, I think mine was also Facebook. Yeah, mine must have been Facebook and it was in I want to say like sixth grade or maybe seventh grade. So like around the same time as yeah. you. Uh, I think I could have gotten one earlier if I wanted to. I actually had really little interest for a while because I thought I was like really above it for whatever <laughs> reason. Like, I don't even know why. I yeah. just was I like, I, I don't need that. Like, that's just what all the mainstream people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh eventually I got on it because everybody was on it and you know like you like you said it was the cool thing to do at the mm-hmm. time and mm-hmm. I needed a place to post all my cam wow pictures <laughs> do you remember that app <laughs> yeah like that it was just like all these like norm like pretty normal filters but I have all these like old you should you should go look back at them honestly. We maybe we can post one on the Instagram. Oh my god. Yes. Um, yeah, post our old Facebook that profile would be pictures. So funny. I'm totally okay. Do we'll we'll sh- we'll do that, but I have um I definitely have like ones that have the giant cam wow watermark in the corner <laughs> um and like my face is way too close to the camera and it's just like not cute at all, but I remember distinctly thinking like, "Oh my god, this is so cute." I'm going to post <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> God, so bad. Um, See, but that just shows that, like, we didn't 
like at this point now in our lives, like we haven't gone back and deleted them. Like we don't care about our image at this point. Yeah, no, it's it is true. Like we have not gone we have not gone back and deleted stuff. If you have and that's your that's your discretion, you know, like that's cool. Yeah. We just you know, everyone needs to stop judging each other. Yeah. That's the I, big thing. I think I did go back and delete a couple things on my Instagram. I like I have not deleted all of my early posts by any means there's definitely still some cringy ass content out there (laughs) yeah like I definitely deleted a couple things and I think honestly some of them some of them were just like it was like a picture of a cookie or something I was like (laughs) I don't really need this on here and especially since I've been transitioning my Instagram for quite a while now into more of a professional page and less of a personal page mm-hmm. there's just some stuff that I'm like yeah I really don't need to be that to be out there for the world but at the same time I also want to maintain the fact that I am a normal average person mm-hmm. and that I I think it's really important and honestly like a good branding point for myself to show that I was just a person that started out on Instagram just sharing like any normal person would and how I've transformed into kind of more a professional in my field that has somewhat of a presence on Instagram. But yeah, do you, I know you think of your Instagram as more of a personal account at this point and less of a professional account. Uh Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mine is Disney related too, which um, thank you to the Disney college program for giving me content for six months. Um, but that's also how I met a lot of friends at Disney is like I followed their Instagram accounts before I got there and um that's something we bonded over like I I, all the time I would meet up with people and we'd have photo shoots like that was that's yeah and so I met so many people on the college program from doing that um and we follow each other our like YouTube channels too so um we all watch each other's vlogs and we were in each other's vlogs and um the example that comes to mind is Brianna um Mm -hmm. she probably listens to this she follows the instagram hi brianna um but like (laughs) both of us um we met up a couple times and we would we vlogged with each other and like i don't know shouted each other out and it's not crazy like neither of us are like well known or famous by any means but it was just a fun thing and something we bonded over that's so cool and i think when it comes right down to it that's what social media is all about is that kind of connection and um you know like yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of people go for the mass followings, but if you're not connecting with specific people through that mass following, or if it's like, the reason you should want a mass following is so that your content is able to have a wider reach to the people that need it. Because if you have 8 million followers, 8 million people are probably not going to need your content. Like, sorry. Like, that's just how, that's just how I think of it. Like, but having that many followers and having that many people maybe sharing it occasionally or occasionally liking your posts or something is just going to help you out to get your content to the people that need it and Mm -hmm. that it's going to help their life. Yeah. Um, And so... So yeah, I mean, that's why I want to grow a bigger following is just to connect me with the people in life that my art and my positive messages are meant to get to. Yeah, for sure. 
I think it's, I think that's an awesome way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. It's more of, like, even if you're not a creative person, you're just putting things out into the world that make you happy. And then you never know how it affects someone else. So I sort of just touched on this with saying what my uh, goal is with trying to gain more followers and just wanting to get my art to the people that it's going to matter to. Um, and I think that kind of touches right on um, something we're both passionate about, which is spreading positive messages through social media. Mm-hmm. And um, and obviously, I've been looking at that more from, I wouldn't call my, my page like a business page per se, but it's just, it, I mean, it's, I'm trying to gear it more towards a professional page. Like, my all my posts are definitely more towards my art it's not like oh I just had a really fun day like I try to keep it centered around the message of my music and things like that Mm -hmm. um so I'm curious to hear um from a more personal style page or a more like day in the life type of page um what what do you love about spreading positive messages and just like happy posts um like why do you why do you want to do that even just through your personal page definitely um so like for me personally I think the whole message of social media that I try to portray is do it for yourself um kind of don't market it towards anyone don't Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you if you have like a separate account that you're like, this is what I want to be viewed as, that's cool, whatever. Like if you run a business page or whatever the heck, go for it. But for me, I am more of a memory capturing person, as mentioned many times before. And so I think a lot of my messaging and what I'm wanting to go for is I'm just a normal person. I'm not a model. I'm not a vlogger. Like I'm not a celebrity. And you can still do like even if you're you're super stressed out and you have a lot of stuff going on, you can still show the world that you're handling it the best you can. Um, and I don't hide anything. Like there's definitely posts I have where it's one in the morning and I'm really depressed about something or I'm really anxious about something and I post about it. But I always try to put reminders at the end saying like, you know what? We're going to get through it. There's, there's a new day tomorrow. Sunshine is always going to happen after the rain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of my things that I post come from the place of I'm just trying to show the world that like it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I um, think I think yeah. that's so. Sorry, were you gonna say? Anything? No, no, you're you're good. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so awesome, and yeah, I just I think that's so important. And I know when mine was a more personal style page, and some of the posts, like I definitely share about my life um, through my page. It's not like it's strictly, strictly music in that sense. Cause I, I am trying to market myself. I am trying to show myself and not just, just the product that I'm giving. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really, I think it's really important to put out those reminders that you give yourself, like the things you were talking about, like the sun's going to shine again. Um, it's always brighter. Uh, you said it so much more poetically than I'm doing right now. There's, there's green grass places. Um, anyway, <laughs> but uh, I think I think it's really important to put out those reminders into the world that you give yourself because I guarantee somebody else needs that reminder. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm, I mean, a big part of a lot of, just a big part of my thought process lately in life in general has been, I guarantee that I am not the only person going through what I am going through, even Mm -hmm. when I have felt the most alone. And, um, but usually all it takes is just telling some one person even about it. And they'll be like, shit, like I've felt exactly like that. I know where you're coming from. That's happened to me lots of times. Yeah. And I think, so I think it's so important that, um, that we just share what we're going through, not to, not for, not for pity, but just to, to help other people and to, and to help ourselves. Yeah. Um, So I think that's awesome that you make it a point to put those messages in. Yeah. Um, And we're kind of, we're not to the point where either of us get a lot of like hate messages. Like, no, we're not, not not even close to the point where someone's like, oh my God, you look so bad in that picture. Like I've never had an experience like that. We are small potatoes in the Instagram (laughs) world. Exactly. We are the smallest potatoes. I consider myself a potato for sure. (laughs) Best food can be made into so many things. Oh my God. Um, Something that I kind of want to know your opinion about is... Mm -hmm relationships on social media like have you ever had a negative experience with that because we were talking about Facebook earlier and Facebook a couple a couple months ago gave me a Facebook memory um because I had broken up with my boyfriend and like changed the social media status and they're like oh hey we noticed that you changed this a while ago do you want to delete all the pictures that he is in (laughs) oh my god and I was like no it's okay like I don't know what's your what's your stance on that and like oversharing I know that we watch a lot of similar YouTubers and they've had experiences where like their audience gets attached to their relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's this whole big thing when they break up or stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so obviously never had any kind of some, I've never had any kind of issue like that. And I don't foresee really ever having an issue like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, Gosh, I think we we definitely need to do a relationship episode. So I think oh, I'm gonna save, I think I'm gonna save a lot of what I have to say. We should do a whole social media segment um, about how social media plays into relationships because I think I I just think it's so I think it's so different from a relationship to relationship, and oh, good point. Yeah. I have no. I have no trouble with sharing my relationship, but I also don't want to overshare or make it my identity. Yeah, I mean, I know that you probably have thoughts about this too. Do you want to? Do you want to wait on them? Maybe I mean, we can talk about this next week. Maybe we can talk ooh, about relationships. Ooh, and yes, yes, I would love nothing more. <laughs> should, we, should we dive into that next week? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. So we'll wait on that. The one thing I do want to say is like, from, as mentioned 5,000 times in this episode, the memories are what gets me with relationships. Mm -hmm. Because I always go back and forth of like, oh, do I want to delete these? Or is that a part of my past that I'm proud of? And like, it doesn't necessarily matter that the posts are still up, you know? Yeah. Um, So I've never gone through and like deleted all the pictures of my ex-boyfriends off my phone, ever. See, Um, I did that. I did, really? I did that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think, yeah. I think you've had relationships more than I have where 
you came out the other side still kind of being friends with them. Yeah. But yes, I have gone through and deleted not on Facebook, but definitely on Instagram, like all the photos of ex-boyfriends and stuff. So There you go. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm so I'm I'm going to stop us because <laughs> I feel like we could go off on a huge relationship <laughs> tangent and we need to wait on that for next week. <laughs> because uh, that's gonna be so fun um it's gonna be so much fun and okay. uh <coughs> god i just choked <laughs> don't do that um but let's let's since this has been a kind of long episode let's just quickly finish up with our little segments that we like to do at the end Sweet. um so liz what has your song of the week been Ooh, i have a good one i have one that might surprise you actually Ooh, okay. um, so I'm going to give a, sh- I'm going to give a shout out to Nick because he showed me this album. Um, but it's the Paradise Valley album by John Mayer. <laughs> oh, um, that album's real good. It's so good. And the song that's been on my repeat is Wildfire because it's so happy and positive And it's got a little bit of that country twang because we're in Montana and this album's written about Montana. Oh, so goodness. that, yeah. Um, he showed me this song and then I showed it to Casey, who is my little and my sorority um and just both of us were in Casey goes oh my god that song's adorable and I said that's a great way to describe it like it's super happy mm-hmm. and I just love John Mayer's vibe as a person anyway yeah but that's been the song I've been listening to a lot it's very positive cute so thanks, I love Nick, that. For that shout out. yeah and you're gonna post our songs on the Instagram yes right? I will okay yeah. awesome yeah uh Cool. That's awesome. I need to listen to that song again. I know I've heard it, but I need to listen to it again. A little bit of a banjo action in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, cute. So good. Um, okay. So my song, I actually just heard this morning. Um, and it is the, have you heard of the band Dirty Loops before? Yes. Okay. They released a new single today or not today, uh, very recently called Rock You okay oh my god there's so many moments in that song where i'm just like i don't know how they are playing that cleanly i don't even know what's going on uh everything they do is incredible this is no exception um yeah it's called rock you i don't you just have to go listen to it honestly (laughs) it's so good it's i got the instagram if you're a drummer a bassist a vocalist, a audio file of any type, you will enjoy it. That's all I have to say. So, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, but very good. So, uh, Diz, uh, Diz, let's hear your Lizzie news. Um, <laughs> Liz, let's hear your Disney news. Oh, man, that was good. I'll um, leave that in. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, okay, so there's not a lot going on still, but... Shocking. I know, right? Because quarantine and the parks are still closed. Um, but another, like, thing that they're trying to do in order to keep everyone sane during quarantine is Disney has started releasing recipes for all of the snacks in the parks. Oh my god, that's so awesome. They they released their churro recipe, which is, like, A-plus churros, and then my mom sent me the recipe from, um, in Disneyland there's a reference restaurant restaurant <laughs> called cafe orleans and you can get a monte cristo sandwich and mom was like and mom and i the last time we went to disneyland we like shared that for dinner 
Yeah. And so she's like, can you please make these for Mother's Day? Oh my god, that's so <laughs> cute. Like, that's such a cute idea. Yes, I will. So check out Disney Parks, uh, Disney Food Blogs, because they've released, ev- they've released a whole kinds of stuff, like Dole Whip and chocolate chip cookies and all kinds that's of stuff. That's adorable. So if you're looking for something to make in quarantine, check out the Disney Parks blog. <laughs> awesome. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, I am going to go look that up right after I love we're Dole done. I love Dole Whip. Big pineapple yeah. now. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So good. Um, New album! Yeah, so I'm gonna, I, this week was so insane, I did not really have a lot of time to listen to a whole bunch of new music, but Mm -hmm. I did listen to my own uh, new album recommendation from last week that I have not, I had not gotten a chance to listen to yet. update. Yeah, Caustics by Evan Chapman. Uh, Super cool. Super cool. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it. I think when people hear that it's a drum set and electronics album. I feel like most people are going to be like, I feel like most people would think that's not for them. Like it sounds like a very niche genre, but it's really, really cool. If you like any kind of electronic music, I think you're still going to really enjoy this. All the pieces are commissioned um, by different and written by different composers, which I think is really cool. Uh, but they're all played by Evan Chapman himself, and one of the pieces is by him. And it's just really well done. The mixing is great as well. Uh, it's not... I don't think people understand that with drum set, like, it's a it's a very wide timbral sound range that you can get from the drum set. There's There's a lot of different sounds you can get from besides just hitting the drum how you think you're supposed to. So there's a lot of cool things. I highly recommend just sitting down and listening to it, just even just flipping through a couple of the tunes. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. It's really good. Awesome. I'm glad it lived up to your expectations. Me too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we should be done for the day because we just talked a lot. Yes, we did, but like, what's new, you know? Yeah, we're we're good at that. Anyways, like cool. we've mentioned many times, check us out on Instagram because we post the songs that we talk about. There's all kinds of fun stuff over there at the Bright Sides Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere you find your podcasts, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of the small ones that I don't even know what they are. <laughs> uh, but you can find us there. We're okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, check us out next Tuesday talking about boys. (laughs) Boys! I'm excited. Oh my god. Alright. Bye, Liz. Bye, see you later. Okay.